Hey there, Star Wars fans, and welcome to In the Resistance HQ, a weekly family-friendly Star Wars podcast. Today's, in today's episode, we're talking about why Star Wars means so much to so many people, but not before we talk about some of the week's biggest Star Wars news stories. Okay, so guys, I do, before we start, I do just want to quickly apologise. We haven't had a podcast out in a few weeks. We had complications, technological problems, certain people didn't show up for the podcast, <coughs> Joe, and yeah naming and shaming uh-huh. uh so yeah just w- we will try and do weekly stuff now unfortunately i may not be able to do it for the next we may not be able to do it for the next two weeks simply because i'm away in sunny scotland and and also um in like two or three weeks i'm going france okay so we won't be doing a podcast for about a month now <laughs> so, so so we did one three week break another one month break we're doing so well at this um anyway okay so our first news story is that donald glover may be returning to star wars to play the role of lando calrissian this article comes from screenrant.com lucasfilm is rumored to be looking to bring the actor back for another project this time for standalone lando tv show as suggested on the podcast Kessel Run Transmissions, hosted by Corey Van Dyke and Noah Outlaw. In a new episode of the podcast, Van Dyke said, we've heard Donald Glover is coming back as Lando in his own series. Woo! <laughs> so what, what are your thoughts on Lando returning to Star Wars? I'm excited for it. He's a great character and I love Donald Glover, especially when he's playing Lando. I think yeah. he does an amazing job. I think... The, my one major concern about this is I love I love Donald Glover I love Lando, but is is Lando's story being told in Solo? You know, is because Solo as much as it was about Han, it also had a very big Lando element. I really think if there is a second one, I don't think Lando would be in it much because they're kind of. Um, story together is over now Han's won the Falcon see I disagree I think they would be because Han and Lando in Empire they seem to know each other very well and although I think you know they'd obviously know each other very well due to their time in Solo together I think you know that only took place over what a week or two so I don't think they would have built up that relationship that they had in Empire and that they had in Return of the Jedi so I think if they did do a solo too, and I hope they will, I think they'd include Lando in that. So I'm just thinking, when would they then put when this? When he gets Lando Bespin, in? I think. Mm. But the thing is, because he wins Bespin in a game of cards. Yeah. So would it be leading up to it and then it ends with him getting Bespin? Would it be, I don't know, half of season one would be, you know, just before Bespin, gets Bespin halfway through season two, and then the rest of it is him being governor of Bespin, I'm just, I'm just, I, I want oh, wait, it to happen. there are going to be multiple seasons. Do. Well, they usually mm. do with TV shows. That's how TV shows work, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Our next um, news story is that Maul may be coming in the Bad Batch TV show. This again comes from Screamant.com. Star Wars voice actor Sam Witwer who's best known as Starkiller in the Force Unleashed games or Darth Maul in the animated shows, 
is teasing what fans can expect from Star Wars The Bad Batch. He recently shared his thoughts on the next animated Star Wars series during a Twitch stream, teasing how The Bad Batch will explore an area of the galaxy that hasn't been shown too much. I'll tell you, it looks really, really good. It looks absolutely beautiful. The story, at least I know where the story begins in the first several episodes, and I'm very pleased because it's a little area of Star Wars that has not often been visited. That's the end of the, the quote from Sam Witwer. I'm just wondering what role he would play in it. Yeah. Um, would, it, would it be to do with uh, um, Night Sisters? Would, it be, would he have to work with the Bad Batch? The, the main theory out there at the moment is that the Bad Batch will be mercenaries. That, that, sorry, it's not a theory. That, that's what it said on Lucasfilm. So Maul is Maul's running the, what's it called? The Crimson Dawn. He's running Crimson Dawn. So I'm wondering if we will see in this how he gained control of Crimson Dawn and the Bad Batch will work. Not Sorry, not how he gained control, how he kind of built it. And then we'll see the Bad Batch working for him through Crimson Dawn, because what we're getting now is we're, we're starting to get the entire Maul timeline. Because we've got, we had him, he was what, in what, season four of The Clone Wars? I think, and you, we've had that development up until now. And we get, we've, got, we've got the Crimson Dawn period in Solo. We may be getting how we lose this Crimson Dawn if we get a Solo 2. And then we get, you know, the end of his story in Rebels. So the only gap where they're missing is the gap between Solo and the end of the Clone Wars. So is that what the Bad Batch is going to explore with Maul's character? So this is going to be after Order 66? Yeah, so it takes place in the, kind of the months following Order 66. The Bad okay. Batch is, yeah. So they're going to be working for Maul? It's said on Lucasfilm that they're going to be mercenaries, which sounds like they're going to, you know... Basically, bounty hunters. They're, they're being bounty mm-hmm. hunters. I'm excited to see Echo. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably how they'll bring Maul in. I, I don't think he'll play a huge part. I don't think he'll be a main character, but I think he'll have maybe an arc or two dedicated to him, which I think would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> I was hoping for Kenobi. Why are you here? That's my. I that's think my, it would have been really. That's my cool. terrible mall impression. <laughs> I think it would. I think it would have been really cool if Anakin and Obi Wan went to Mandalore and completely destroyed Maul. I, I, I would have loved to seen Anakin, Obi Wan, and Ahsoka against Maul. That would have been a lot of fun. Oh, it, uh, it would kind of be like. Quite similar to Duel of the Fates in yeah. Phantom Menace. Just as long as everyone didn't die. <laughs> no, but if they went to Mandalore, though, the entirety of the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy wouldn't have happened. The so thing I'm is, ver- if they I'm did, if um, if um, General Grievous didn't go to Coruscant, the entire fate uh, of the galaxy would have been changed. Yeah, because they would have captured Maul. Maul would have. Certain, wait, does Maul know that Darth Sidious is the Chancellor? Yeah. Yeah, so they, he could have revealed who he was, and then... Yeah. Well, he told Ahsoka, didn't he? Have happened. He, he, he basically told Ahsoka, who was like, no, that's not true. That's not no, true. No, he didn't. D- did he not? No. 
He said he was. He said that um, Anakin was being groomed by Darth Did Sidious. Oh. To I've only watched the him apprentice. once. Uh, yeah, I've, I've watched, only watched it like it three times. Oh. I I need to watch the Bad Batch arc, arc again ahead of the Bad Batch series. Oh yeah, I watched that twice. Yeah, I've I've only I I generally don't like watching TV shows multiple times, just because I know what happens. Be I just, only, I, I'd be interested to see if Echo has changed his armor at all. If he's changed to, to the Bad Batch armor, he definitely armor. would have. Yeah, <laughs> he could kind of be like with more legs. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, because that's it. His armor, though, in in the Bad Batch arc suits him. I think it works very well on him. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'd, I'd like... I think it would be cool oh, if... Oh, it's the blue. Yeah. Because he's still... He's still our, you know, our 501st. He, he's, he's still five from the 501st. You know, so I, I, I think you would partially keep with the blue. But yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm I'm very excited for this. We've run a bit off topic here, but I'm very excited for the Bad Batch series and Maul's partner. So I, th- I think it'll, it'll be similar to the Mando, but Mando, only a few episodes were kind of Bounty Hunter, whereas I think this will be a lot more Bounty Hunter. And then you had to start caring for yeah, Baby, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Can't wait till he starts speaking. Baby Yoda, I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, would he speak backwards though? Do all his species speak backwards? I assume so, unless Yoda was just a bit, a bit too old. Yeah, unless he'd just gone a bit. Hold on a sec. A are crazy. we gonna are we gonna see Yoda in the High Republic? He was like five hundred then. Do yes. Yoda in the High Republic. Yoda as like a Jedi Knight. <laughs> Well, he he'd be a, well, by the time you've reached five hundred, you'd expect to be a master. I think. I, think, I mean, I th- um, is he? Is he still? He, I mean, five hundred years old is years old is still pretty young, wouldn't you say? Yes, I will feel so young by the time that I reach five hundred, and I've been exactly. dead in my grave for four hundred years. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Actually, I, now that you think about it, there's no wonder why Yoda despised, didn't like, didn't like the idea of Jedi having attachments because he lived for so long. He he would have lost so many people and would have been tempted by the dark side because of that. So yeah, I wonder if we see if we're going to see Asajj Asajj Ventress in um the Bad Batch. Because the, the last time we saw her, she was being throttled by Anakin. <laughs> so, oh yeah, her, her yeah. and everyone else in the galaxy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'd because she she's now she was by um by the end of the Clone Wars, she was into that whole kind of you know bounty hunter arena stuff. So I I think there's a very good chance we will see her. Wait, I swear there was a comic when um she turned Quinlan Vos to the dark side, Evan Count Dooku was there as well. I, I, I seem to remember Quinlan Vos was turned to the dark side. I thought he turned to the dark side of his own volition because of what? I th- no, because I think 
I thought Vader threatened to kill his family because he had he got a family. And I think Vader threatened to kill them if he didn't turn to the dark side and then something happened. That was my understanding. I don't but, know. I don't read many comics. No, I've only I've only read the um the Star a few of the Star Wars adventures, the ones with Turbo support. Woo! Oh I've read which other ones I've read? I've read Galaxy's Edge and I've read um the Alliance? Allegiance. I've read the Allegiance comics. That's it. But yeah, we should the probably... The next reboot of Star Wars is going to be called The Rebellion, The Resistance, The... Repe- repellent. Re- the Repellent. The Repellent. The Repellent. Go Taika in The Repellent. <laughs> Sorry, you're bad. Taika Waititi in the repellents. <laughs> okay, uh, we should probably move on to our next news stories because we've probably. spent about 10 minutes talking about this. <laughs> but that's what we're here for. This, this one is, this one's slightly shocking. Okay. Snoke. Yeah. Supreme Leader Snoke. That whole kind of mm-hmm. dead, dead ridiculous mask off cut dude. Kind of Falcon, yeah. He was originally meant to be female. Which is like, <laughs> I know. So this this comes from Digital Spy. What is interesting is that the filmmakers initially had the idea of Snoke being female, at least briefly, which would have made an intriguing twist on the relationship with Kylo Ren. As opposed to the berating, I reckon he had a crush. What would an evil mother figure have been like? Alas, it wasn't to be, as explained by Ivan Manzella, one of the film's designers. I think initially when they spoke about her, she was female. He told the Force Material podcast, because the first image I did based on a female, because the first image I did, I based on a female, but, but then that just very quickly went away. So either it was just in passing or something, but I did think, I, but I think I just did one image and that was it. And no one else did anything. I don't know if it, anyone did really. Then from, from then on, it just became female. So I was stumbling over my words a bit then. But yeah, we could have had, we could have had Mommy Snoke. I don't know how I feel about that, actually. I don't think Snoke's character should be female. No. It doesn't suit him. But, but the, the, the thing I do like about that is because his mother was obviously, obviously Leia, and she was, what you know, one of, if not the most powerful women in all of Star Wars. So from hit, for him to then go from powerful woman in Leia to powerful Snoke as, as a female, I think that could have been quite effective. I think now looking back on it, you know, put Snoke in a dress with long flowing hair and lipstick, it looks very odd. I, no, I, I think it could have worked just from, from a character perspective. Well, well, maybe, maybe, maybe he was a female. Maybe he's transgender. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what I think about this. I mean, I'm looking at an image of Snowcott here, and he, he, he looks like he should be... I, I just wonder, if the, would the story have been different if he had been female? Do, do, do you think... I think if he had been female, Ryan wouldn't have killed him off, and I think he would have had that kind of conflict between the two powerful women of... Leia and Snoke in the Rise of Skywalker. But yeah, I, I just wonder how that could have changed 
Snoke's story. I think it would have been interesting to see. I, I don't think I don't think Snoke yeah. fits being a woman. I mean, really. looking back on it, I'm glad he was a man, and I'm glad they killed him off in uh, the Last Jedi because I think it, I, I like I liked personally I liked Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker because you know I, yeah. he, he's the big bad of the whole the whole series. He, he's always there. Uh, I would have liked it to be Plagueis. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? I don't like the way Palpatine was killed, really. I mean, it kind of defeats the purpose of Anakin being the chosen one. Mm. Palpatine, Palpatine's a... Palpatine has a very bad habit of killing himself with his own force lightning. Yeah, but he should have learned from the last time. <laughs> For the last two times, he been. Most window, and then he got killed initially by Darth Vader from the force lightning. Not very successful. Well, he didn't get killed by the Force Lightning then, did he? No, but Vader, if he hadn't been Force Lightning, then Ling, what's the, what's the verb there? Force Lightning, then Ling. Force Lightning. Okay. Force Lightning, then Ling. Force Enlightening. F- force Lightning. That's what we're using now, Force Lightning, then Ling. We've, we've, painted, we've painted Force Lightning, then Ling. If he hadn't been using the Force Lightning, then Ling on Luke, then I, I, I don't think Vader would have chucked him off. I don't really say. Well, um, he would have been, if it wasn't if he wasn't force lightning Luke, he would have been doing something else. Yeah, and it was like the bond between father and, and yeah. son that brought Vader back to the light side, which killed Palpatine. Yeah, but the, the point is, Palpatine keeps getting killed by the force lightning, and he should really stop doing it. Yes. <laughs> Our second to last news article is that Star Wars sequel trilogy John Boyega or Finn is done with Star Wars. This, so this was from a post on Instagram. He posted something that he's preparing for his new, a new movie. And a fan replied, Force Finn in action with a green lightsaber dressed in black is all I want to see from the next Star Wars film. To which John Boyega replied, lol, no thank you, I've moved on, heart emoji. And then, so another fan, we'll just leave it there for the moment, then I'll give you a bit more context. So, John Boyega, bye-bye to Star Wars. Well, that's where all of them are leaving Star Wars, the sequel actors, because yeah. it was well, yeah, so ob- obviously. poor. Like, I don't think they got much positive feedback from it at all. Joe, we've discussed this, haven't we? We've discussed oh, this... Yeah, yeah, we've discussed why, but, but we, still... I mean, we've discussed many times already that I think the reaction overall has been positive. It, it's just that minority of very outspoken people who have been negative. I don't know. I think most people actually don't like the sequels. Uh, I, I, I heartily disagree. Cause I just can't understand how 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 you can... I want to like it. I really want to because it's Star Wars. At the beginning, I told myself I, lo- I liked it because it was Star Wars, but I just can't see how someone can actually like the movie. It's just... They're so good! <laughs> they're not. They're not though. It's like, they're just okay, not. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there, people. I don't like Empire Strikes Back. I don't like it. I don't that's think it's a very good fair movie. enough. But I can see why people do like it. And I think that's that's the important thing that a lot of people need to learn. It's not that you have to like it. It's just you need to see why. Well, I thought like Empire it. Strikes Back was quite poorly timed. Yeah, like, time people talk about Empire Strikes Back as the favorite movie, the best sequel of all time. I'm like. 
it's, it's a bad movie. People over it, like gas it up too much. I re- I really, but no, I I well, I think the main reason that the, the sequel actors are moving on is because what else are they going to do? Skullgirls uh, finished. Uh, TV shows. I mean, Disney aren't really doing anything with the sequels. I think no. they're done with the sequels. I, you know, as I told you the other week, the, the main I think the main problem with the sequels is when are they going to do anything? Because, you know, you've got about two days between Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Build up to the Resistance. Yeah, but I mean, I mean with like the main, the main cast of um, like, um, what's it called? John Boyega's character. Well, I guess oh. they could fit a movie in between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. You know, it's like a couple minutes. A two-day movie. My, mind you, that wasn't my, two days. Mind you, Rise of Skywalker took place in sixteen hours, so did it? Yeah, set in oh, sixteen yeah. hours or something like that. Like that. Yeah. That's kind of like Revenge but, of the Sith. The Revenge no, of the Sith was done really yeah. quickly. I, I think obviously the main reason that the the actors have moved on aren't doing any more Star Wars stuff is because you know what else are they going to do? Disney is now done with the Skywalker saga. But it's interesting the the way that John Fraser's long no thank you, as though not because even if he was asked to do it, yeah. he wouldn't do it. And he then, he then go after after someone then commented, uh, really uh, at John Boyega really just got those Disney bucks and dipped. He then commented back, I, I haven't got the quite here, but it was something along the lines of, I find if I stay in a role too long, I get bored of it, which is interesting. It's, it's ba- he's basically then there saying, I don't want to be typecast. Which I think, from Boyega's perspective, is a really, really smart move. Because, Great ontology. Yeah, because every other the the main trilogy in the originals and the prequels, for me, they're all typecast. Mark Hamill will always be Luke Skywalker. You, could, no matter what oh. you put it, he will always be Luke Skywalker. In the sequels, he doesn't really no, no, look I, I, like I, Luke. I, I don't mean as in, like, he'll be the character, but, like, if he plays any other role in any movie, that you know, I'd always see Luke Skywalker. You know, oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? By, you know what I mean by typecast, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, same, same with Carrie Fisher. Same with House... Well, not Carrie Fisher anymore. Same with House and Ford. Same with Natalie Portman, Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor. Well, actually, to be honest, I didn't... I. I didn't know that Natalie Portman was Thor's girlfriend. Yeah. But f- first time I saw Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, in Thor, I was like, it's Padme Amidala. Really? You know? I, I, think didn't, that, I didn't recognise her. I think, I think that's the... She hasn't got all that ridiculous makeup that she has in the... <laughs> I was watching The Phantom Menace the other day, and I'm like, you have some scary, complicated dresses. Oh, when I when I used to watch The Phantom Menace, I used to think that Padme was like twenty. I know she her character's fourteen. Yeah, I know. Natalie but Portman then was I 15. thought it was really weird between Anakin, Anakin and, and Padme. Padme. Then. Find there's only five years between them, and you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I think from from John Boyega's perspective, this is a very sensible move because you know he's what twenty three, twenty four. He's probably like 27 or something. Um, I don't know. But, you know, I, th- I think it's important for him to not get typecast. And I think w- with 
with every single trilogy, there is one of the actors who stays behind and becomes kind of like I can't, the Star Wars patriot, if that makes sense for for that era. So you've also got Mark for the originals, who was like, you know, he's like the granddaddy of all Star Wars stuff now. You've got, I think, for the prequel trilogy, it's very much Ewan McGregor. He's the one who stayed by Ewan McGregor and to an extent Samuel L. Jackson, who who've stayed behind and you know t- taken on the mantle. Not that you could ever yeah. take Samuel L. Jackson because he's been in every single good movie for the last 300 years. So he doesn't seem to age. I feel like he looks the same as he did when he was like 20. I don't know. He's like Tom Cruise. He doesn't age. But it's like, I was what, um, he looks the exact same in 1999 Phantom Menace as he does in 2018 Endgame. This spitting image. Like, nothing has changed. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got a few he's got a few more wrinkles, but like he he just looks so similar. It's crazy. But I think you know with the sequels, I I don't think John John's yeah he's he's not someone to hang around and get typecast. No. So I think from his perspective, this is a very sensible move. Now, for our final news story, one that's taken us twenty five minutes today. Whoops. (laughs) Um, the new Star Wars trilogy. That's the one starting in twenty twenty two. Each movie is to be delayed by one year. Instead of 2022, 2024, it's now going to be 2023, 2025, 2027. This is obviously very unfortunate, but it is definitely not unexpected. I think, you know, with the current world situation, there's not really anything you can do, to be honest. Wait, what's the current situation? Joe, contrary to most belief people, Joe does actually have a brain, I think. <laughs> he, he knows there's a global pandemic on. You know there's a global pandemic on, don't you, Joe? Is there? Yeah! <laughs> but no, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, that's wait, what are they doing with the Olympics? Because it's going to be, t- I, I, li- I like having it as a multiple of four. But now it's going to be 21, 2025. Either they'll do that, or they'll just put three years between the next one. Yeah, I hope they do that. Yeah. But um, interestingly enough, though, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie, which was set for 2024, I think, that hasn't been delayed. Well, that's because it's, like, really long away. Yeah, that's because that's it's obviously four years away. Yeah. I can't wait for that film. It's going to be so good. When's it going to be set? We don't know yet. Oh. We know he started writing it, but if it if it's set, I was saying for you know I I was saying for the show, Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies, and maybe you wouldn't like it at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I won't like it at the beginning, and then give it give, give it three months and watching tons of clips on YouTube, and then I'll love it. That's what happened with Ragnarok. Um, I yeah. So he started he started writing the script. Him and Christy Wilson Cairns, I think that's her name, the 1917 lady. They they started writing the script, so that's still due to come out, which I am very excited for. Haven't they started? No, I'm pretty sure they're starting production soon for Kenobi series, aren't they? Yes, uh, yes. September, I think. I thought it was August. 
one of the two. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, quite no, far apart from each other. Yeah. But, you know, those, those Star Wars movies will be delayed for a year, which, which isn't actually as much as I expected. It's quite short. I mean, well, it should have only been delayed for six months, shouldn't it? Mm, I'm not sure. Um, to be honest, though, people are like, oh, it's a, it's a further break from Star Wars. We'll have four years between movies. There was 20 years between A New Hope and The Phantom Menace and 15 years between Phantom Menace and The Force Awakens. I'm surprised I only do, waited. Do you mean Rise of Skywalker? Hold on a second. I'm trying to do really quick. I'm trying to do really quick maths here. There was fi- so 15 years between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace, yes. and 10 years between uh, what's it called? Went of the Sith and Force Awakens. I'm surprised they're only waiting four years. I think they should give it a bit longer. Uh, yeah. Isn't it 16 years? Roughly, I was being buff, Joe. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, guys, so that is just about it for our news stories. And we're moving on to our main topic for today. And this is why Star Wars means so much to so many people. So, you know, obviously Star Wars has been around for 43 years now. Since New Hope. Something around that. New Hope came out in 77. And Star Wars has obviously changed the lives of tens of thousands of people across those 43 years. It's changed my life to an extent. It's changed, I'm guessing it's changed your life. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, look around my room. My room is just Star Wars everywhere. So to the fun. right of me, I've got Lego Star Wars games. Really? So much stuff to the right. To my left, I have my beautiful Lego Star Wars mini display case. To the right of me, I've got my Lego Star Wars collection let's not get into lego star wars now because we'll spend the next hour talking about lego star wars and this is star wars podcast not a lego star wars podcast is it yes it is i know if you want to hear more about lego star wars go and check out my channel astromet productions on youtube i do star wars and lego star wars stuff that's astromet productions quick excuse to plug my own channel sorry about that people Never missed an excuse to plug my channel. Okay. I mean, how many people would you would you have plugged it to? Yeah. Anyone could. <laughs> I need subscribers. No. Um. So yeah, Star Wars, big thing. Uh, why do you think Star Wars means so much? Go go straight in the deep end. I mean, it's just it's it has such a deep law and if if you're looking for just a movie to watch one time you can do that if you're if you're looking to know every single fact about star wars ever then you can do that as well it's readily available to anyone yeah yeah that's one of the things i like about star wars it's it's easy to access it's good for anyone it's one of those kind of classic easy to access kind of family standards really and I think I think it, it, it it's just something that because the thing with Star Wars is it's so crazy and out of the way that you can relate to it, and I think that that's something that people, you know, people can relate to, and I think it's something that people enjoy to watch. You know, you know, obviously Star Wars isn't for everyone. I have 
unfortunately plenty of, plenty of friends who don't like Star Wars. I don't know why I call them friends, but there you go. <laughs> but I, I think Star yeah, I know. Star Wars is you know, it's just something you know, there's just something special about it. It's quite hard to pin down. I'm not really sure. What so I've got a few questions that we're gonna talk about or, or point. The first one is what is your best or favorite Star Wars memory? Okay. Okay. So, 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 <laughs> fact, no, let's go with first Star Wars memory. And then well, we'll best. I was watching the New Hope and um so I saw C3PO. I don't know why, but I just remember not being able to say C3PO. I I I, I always just messed up when I said it. C3PO. <laughs> That's my Joe voice. Free BBO. Free like BBO. I just couldn't say it. How old were you? Oh, I was really young. I was really young. Um, what's your best Star Wars memory? In fact, I know. I'll go my first Star Wars memory. So my okay. first Star Wars memory, I would. When did I watch the movies? I was year three, so it would have been seven or eight when I first watched A New Hope. Before that, I so I played rugby and down at the rugby club. Um. There was this other kid who who brought his lightsabers down, and because we, we were playing with the lightsabers, but I didn't have any idea what a lightsaber was. So we, we were kind of whacking these blue things around, and I was like, "What the hell are these?" Because I'd never watched Star Wars. And then about what must have been six months later, I then remember my first actual Star Wars memory watching A New Hope, and I, I distinctly remember my parents having to read the title call out to me. Because I couldn't read it, because I was too young. Yeah. I all, all of the first, what? So, up to so four, five, six, and one, two, and uh, three. Actually, people had to read the title call out to me because I just was too young to to process it. Mm-hmm. Good times. Get other people to read the title calls out. <laughs> what is your best Star Wars memory? So I've I've got two. So I I remember coming home every day from school, um, and then just watching Clone Wars, the new or already or another Clone Wars episode that has already came out. I just loved the Clone Wars show. I I, I really confess I I didn't it. watch the Clone Wars when it came out. You didn't? No. I didn't. I watched season one or one and two in about September last year and then I watched the rest when it came out on Disney Plus oh yeah I remember you didn't watch it did you no I know I mean, you've really missed out for so many years I did I know it was terrible but the thing is because I watched so so many clips on YouTube I knew exactly what was happening which kind of sucked but what was your other Star Wars memory best one well, no, no, no. I, hadn't, I hadn't finished the first one oh, yet oh I haven't finished the first one yet so oh. basically <laughs> season five and the last episode. Spoiler. Spoiler warning. If I haven't watched Clone Wars yet, spoiler warning. Also, if you so, haven't, then I don't know why you're listening to a Star Wars podcast. Go get a life. <laughs> go watch the Clone Wars. Trust me, your life will be so much better when you have done. Get out from under the rock. Let's move on. I mean, that's you from like nine months ago. Shush. <laughs> I so, came out from under the rock. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard, man, but I did it, man. I did it. It was very difficult for you. It was, man, it was. 
<laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for our actions. <laughs> okay, finish your story, Joe. We're all dying to hear it. So, it was last episode, season five, and Ahsoka, she gets expelled from the council. Does then, she? I didn't yeah. know that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember watching it, and it was... I it just hit different. It was, it was like the best. Because it was one of those things where I was like, it there didn't have. It, a, it, yeah. it was like they died. However, they still existed. So I had that. It felt like I had that kind of finality of when a character died. But you still had that kind of hope that they hadn't died and they they're going to come back. And obviously, we got home in season seven and then Rebels, which was so was- good. There was just such a connection between Ahsoka and Anakin, and and Anakin related to Ahsoka a lot. He he has had thoughts of leaving the council and his frustration mm. with them. God, that moment in um, season seven when Ahsoka called Anakin her brother. Oh my god, that was so emotional. I mean, I I'm not one to get I I'm not one to get emotional like kind of like books and stories and stuff the only time i've cried at a film was the end of rise of skywalker not because i hate it i loved it i really like rise of skywalker but i swear i, ne- I nearly teared up when i so called oh. brother so so emotional <laughs> what, what was your other memory so i think i was either nine or ten it was christmas and I just I just found out about the website of Ultra Sabers. Oh my god! <laughs> Woo! And I still, I still need to get my wanting... Ultra Saber. You haven't got it yet. I'm I'm debating between a tablet or an Ultra Saber, and I tablet. don't know what to go for. I know. I don't know what to do. It's so what difficult. Do you mean, tablet? Like like a like an iPad, but not an iPad because I oh, hate. Oh, okay. But not not an iPad because I hate iOS. I won't do my For a while, eye. I've had my eye on the Durinian from Ultra Sabers. I know. Very good. Oh, oh, the Ultra Saber stuff is so nice. Kind of based off Plo Koon's lightsaber. Yeah. See some Dorian. Anyway, so you you discovered Ultra Sabers. I'm, I'm going to stop interrupting now, people, I promise. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I discovered Ultra Sabers and the Christmas Day opening the box and seeing it. And it has like... It has the sound. Oh, you have you have the, the nicest ultra sabers. Do I? Yeah. I just have like the really basic one. Well, you have the cross guard one as well, don't you? Oh yeah, I have that one. Yeah. Actually, I don't like that one very much because you can't really do with it. Yeah, because that's that's more one of the show ones, isn't it? If I had a cross guard, I would get Kylo Ren's one. Yeah. My, I'd say probably my. I've again like you two best always memories. My first one is after I watched the Last Jedi. I love The Last Jedi. Last Jedi is, in my opinion, a brilliant movie. And I remember coming out... I don't know about that. I remember coming out of the cinema and I just couldn't talk for 10 minutes because I loved it so much. I was kind of walking around with my mouth wide open because I thought it was so good. It's crazy. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I mean, like... Joe really doesn't like The Last Jedi. I adore The Last Jedi. 
So we, we, we have two very different experiences of it. Do you, do you like the side quest of Finn and Rose? I just thought that was so dull. I think there are two different perspectives on it. You can take the either the it ended pointlessly, there was no point where it's boring, it's dull, or the sure it ended pointlessly, but I think but the bit on Canto Bite was very interesting because we've seen it's a perspective I take, you know, we've seen the scum and villainy of Star Wars, but we've seen like them on the underworlds of like Mossy Cantina and the um lower levels of Corson. We've seen that kind of scum and villainy. We've never seen the high class scum and villainy. That's true. That's true. I, yeah. I think that that's what's really interesting. And um, we're going to do an episode in a few weeks um, about you know the most hated characters in Star Wars and why they're hated. And this is the first Joe saying about this. I mean, personally, I don't mind Jar Jar Binks. I like him. I'm just saying. We love our my best. Woo. Um, but interesting how you knew Jar Jar Binks was on there before I'd even told you. And why wouldn't he be on there? Mm. He is probably the most um, but so, so we're going to be talking about Rose on there, and I think that, that's one thing we're, we're talking about there, that, that side quest to Canto Bite. My other best Star Wars memory is the lead-up to The Rise of Skywalker. So the period from about July 2019 to The Rise of Skywalker, because, you know, sure I loved Star Wars 4, sure I was invested in it, sure I had the games and the, the Lego sets and everything, but I'd never been a part of it, if that makes sense. So that kind of period, you know, I spent theorising with you. I spent speculating. I spent reading books to catch up. I spent watching all sorts of YouTube videos and theories. I spent waiting for the new trailer. I spent analysing it. I spent doing YouTube videos on it. And it was just, it was a very different experience. And I think I absolutely loved it. So what what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, did you, did you not do that for the Force Awakens and the no. should I though? No, I didn't. Why? But see, because I live in my house, I'm the only one that likes Star Wars. My my sister's alright with it. My mum's alright with it. No one else in my family like they don't like it. So getting into that for the eyes of Skywalker, you know, for the last part of the Skywalker saga was very big for me. I mean, I remember when I heard that there was a new trilogy coming out, I was like. Oh, that's cool. You know, I wasn't like, you know, um, when oh, I'm so I, excited for I it. I mean, you know, me nowadays, if you take me back to whenever the sequel trilogy was announced and told me that the sequel trilogy was happening, I will be ballistic when I go around the house screaming with joy, you know. But I, I never, I, I didn't do that because, you know, I was, just, I was good. I was a fan, but I wasn't a huge fan. But I think for the rise of Skywalker, doing that for me was something very special. I, I I loved that. It was crazy. Crazy six months. I think something might have just fallen. I didn't hear anything. Okay. I think the, the other, um, my bullet point here is the other part of Star Wars is obviously, you know, as we were just talking about there with our memories, the nostalgia of Star Wars. And, you know, the, the memories that come along with it. That's why it's so impactful. Yeah. Meaningful. Because, you know, cause, you, know, you, know you, you ask someone about Star Wars and they'll talk about, you know, you ask someone a question of Star Wars and they'll talk about blah, blah, blah. They'll give you the facts. And then almost inevitably, every time, they'll say, I remember this because I was watching it with so-and-so and so-and-so. 
and I loved that scene in this bit so-and-so. And I think the nostalgia is one of the things that makes Star Wars so special. You just don't get that with many other no. movie franchises. And I think something like Marvel, sure, it's very popular, but it doesn't have the same history that Star Wars does. No. It, you know, because it's, it's, it's so recent and they just kind of churned out all, what, 23 odd movies now in like 11 years or something. No, 10 years. No, 11 years. So between, oh. between Iron Man and Far From Home, there's 11 years. 22 movies. Star Wars had 11 movies in 43 years. Oh yeah, we haven't had a movie in 2020. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have Black Widow, but obviously kind of I said. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that's one of the most important things about nostalgia. The only problem with the nostalgia is it can be crippling. Because it gives a lot of Star Wars fans a sense of righteousness over the franchise. And I think that's one of the problems that we have with the sequel trilogy. Because the people who hate the sequel trilogy, the haters, I know, I just went there. You're just gonna hate. Take it. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Sorry. Bit of Taylor Swift for you there. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but, you know, because I, I, I think a lot of the reason that the haters hate the sequel trilogy is simply because they had that sense of righteousness over the, the, the franchise that, that we all have. That, and it, it just didn't fulfil what they expected. So I think, think the nostalgia can be crippling. I mean, I just hate the way they portrayed Luke. Like, yeah, exactly. Mark Hamilton of... said it as well. That's, that's just not what Luke would do. It's interesting how you call him Mark Hamilton. I don't know. I said Mark Hamill. You said Mark Hamilton. Did I? Yeah. Well, I know it's Mark Hamill. I know. Yeah. And uh, when, we, when we do our analytical breakdown of The Last Jedi, that is something that we're going to talk about very heavily, because that is... The, 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 all, the, all these future podcasts, the first Joe's hearing about them. <laughs> the, 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 like, I've never heard like, of these like, before. The, the analytical breakdown of The Last Jedi, just like, we do what now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things we're going to talk about very much, because you know, it's that sense of righteousness, right, righteousness and, you know, obviously all that stuff. And as we talked about earlier, you've got, you've got the scale of the universe and the scale of the law. And it's something that you could get invested in very easily. You know? There are so many characters and so many side stories. It, it, it's, it's something that, you know, you can hate one part of Star Wars. You could, you could dislike the sequels, for example, but still like Star Wars because there's so much yeah. other stuff. Or you yeah. can dislike the prequels like I do. I don't dislike them. I just don't think they're very good. And I still Fair like enough. the rest of Scar Wars because you've got everything else. Mm. I think that's one of the th reasons why it's so impactful. And you've also got the aspect of the modern day mythology. You know, so in, in ancient times you had Greek mythology and you had stolen Greek mythology or Roman mythology. I, I, I'm, I'm big on Greek mythology, so I, I just like Roman mythology because they just stole everything. You know. <laughs> And, and you had the, you know, Egyptian mythology and everything. So, so Star, Star Wars is like that, but it's for the modern day. And I think mythology is something that everyone used to buy into, that that was just what you believed. I think Star Wars is very similar to that within, within the fandom. Mm -hmm. And speaking of buying into and stuff, I think... 
I, I want to put this out there. My theory. Star Wars can exist in real life. Theory of the Infinite Universe is correct. The Star Wars galaxy exists somewhere. Wait, if, if the universe is infinite, then, then how can it be growing? Because it's infinite. Yeah, but it can't be growing if it's infinite. It's infinite because it's in a loop. Yes, but... So if, 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 you, if you went out in a spaceship, and say you were a mortal, and you travelled in a straight line, you just, you just kept on going in a straight line, yep. eventually you would get back to Earth to where you started. So it's, it's infinite because of that. But it's but expanding outwards. But then how outwards. can it be growing? Because it's expanding outwards. It, it would just take you... So say it takes you 50 million billion years to travel in a straight line and do it. The next time yeah. you do it, it might take you 53 billion trillion years because it will have grown a bit. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's not inf- but then it's not infinite then. It is. But no, it can't be infinite if you if you if um if you get back to where you started. But it you can't can be never infinite. Reach, infinite means means you can never reach the end. There's no end to the universe. Yeah, but then it, there's, there's no there, end to the universe, and it can't be infinite. That's the definition of infinite. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, if 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 if, 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 if there is a very strange concept, if there is an an if there if I forgot what I was going to say. Are we go, are we going to get? Is this now becoming a Star Wars podcast? About the okay, pod, let's go back uh, to the Star sorry, Wars podcast. A, a science podcast, not a Star Wars podcast. Let's go back to the Star <laughs> let's Wars. Let's go podcast. back to Star Wars and what it means for everyone. <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah. No. The the whole modern day mythology thing, and I think the last. And most important one is obviously Joe. What, what do you think I'm going to say here? I, th- I think you know. I, th- I think this is one will something to provide the hope. Correct. I, w- I wonder. I wonder how you guessed that. I can just read your mind. I know. <laughs> you definitely did not have to have me tell you in the show notes. No. Nope. Hint, hinting nope. at you to do it for, nope. for every single. T- <laughs> <God's> sake. <laughs> No, but it it is, it's true, it's something to provide hope. And I think that that's one of, you know, it, it's an escape. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Because everyone struggles. Yeah. I, I mean, you can, when you watch Star Wars, you can just... You know. It's an escape from exactly. reality. And I think, I'm, I'm going to go back to The Last Jedi. I'm going to go back there, because we are not afraid to talk about the sequels here. I think a lot of people disliked The Last Jedi, because you had grumpy old Luke, and that took away a hope element. However, a yeah. lot of people, I think the, the flip side of that is a lot of people liked The Last Jedi because you had grumpy old Luke. And that I mean, the whole the of Star element. Wars because is, is based on hope. Yeah. But I, 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 it's like, quickly talk about grumpy old Luke. You have grumpy old Luke, and Luke has his failures and stuff, and you know, that shows that it's all right to fail. That, that the moral of The Last Jedi is about failure. And how we deal with failure. And then at the end, Luke's like, you know what? I was wrong. That's the basic fact. I made a mistake. I was wrong to go into Arctu and be a hermit. And I'm going to come back and be amazing. And I think that, that that's the thing that provides hope. And, you know, is Jin's quote from um, 
Rogue One, Rebellions are built on hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Beautiful Felicity Jones there. <laughs> um, I th- one of the teachers at my sister's old school taught Felicity Jones, I think. That's pretty cool. My claim to fame. <laughs> I know. Um, but, yeah, so it, it, it's very much something that is providing hope for people everywhere. And I, I think not only the movies, but also some of the stuff that's come off Star Wars. You know, so it's like the charity events and the goodwill things. And, you know, you've got the 501st, 501st the, that, the fan legion I'm talking about, not the, not the uh, in-universe legion. You've got, you've got all that stuff that... It, it just works, I think. You know... Wait, so Star Wars is so success, successful. Uh, and... Uh, you know. That's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it's just something that it connects and it provides... It, it's like it provides that thing you're missing. You know. Uh-huh. But I, th- I think we're kind of... We're slightly running out of things to say here. I think we are. We've, I think we've, we are. we've been going for just over an hour. <laughs> so I think I think it's time to wrap up the podcast. One Me last too. plug of my channel, Astromet Productions. Woo! Do you think we can do the outro correct this time? Maybe. Because I, I, I probably know if you picked it up, but we messed up last time. I can't remember how it goes. Um, you'll work it out, I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> It'll all okay. come flooding back when, you, when I say it and you realise the mistake that you made. Uh, So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or Google Podcasts or Spotify or App Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this, just remember to follow us, you know, if it's on Google, like and comment. It just really helps out, helps us build, you know, helps us know what what kind of stuff you like. You know, be sure to come back for the next episode whenever we get a chance to do that. Hopefully it'll be as soon as possible. And yeah, see you next time on In The Resistance HQ. May the force be with you. And also with you. Hey, still messed it up. Did I? What am I supposed to say? It's meant to be made the force. Made the force be with you. Made the force be with you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Yes, that's it not is. how it goes. I, I, that's what we're. We're so sorry, people. You never told me this. Should we try again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna leave the sin. I'm leaving the sin to show you how much. <laughs> so sorry, folks. Let's try that one last time. So, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.